0: welcome to another teary's cast i'm jim mcgregor
1: and i'm kevin crewell
0: And today we're going to discuss some of the excitement that's going on in laptops, especially gaming laptops. This is kind of a critical time for the industry as we're all hunkering down for COVID-19. But at the same time, you know, everyone needs or wants new technology. So we're seeing a lot of great technology come out from some of the leaders like AMD, Intel, NVIDIA that are not only going to enhance the gaming laptop experience, but they're going to shape probably what we're going to see out of laptops going forward for the future.
1: Well, that's for sure. One of the interesting things about everybody being in a situation where the COVID-19 virus has spread, many of us are sheltering in place and have to work from home and go to school from home. So that makes a multifunction laptop a really critical piece of equipment these days so that you could both handle schoolwork or work work and and at the same time, you need a break to have some fun and be able to game is a really good outlet for a little bit of socially acceptable because you're not outside gaming and fun. So this is a really important time that but these these companies are bringing this technology to market. And, and one of the amazing things is that basically, the electronic supply chain is still running reasonably well despite all the problems in the, uh, with sheltering in place and such. The semiconductor manufacturing supply chain continues to roll along pretty pretty much on schedule. TSMC has been minimally, minimally impacted as well as Intel is keeping up with their orders. So the hope is that uh, we can get these new laptops out into people's hands in the next few weeks without uh, much uh, delay.
0: Yeah, in fact, other than a few shortages in camera modules and difficulty actually shipping product, we haven't really seen any significant impact to the high tech market and especially PCs throughout this. Especially as China continues ramping everything back up again, shipping still you know taking a little while to get back in shape because you got different thing, uh, you got containers and ships in the wrong place, which isn't easy to relocate, but. For the most part, we expect as serious research that we're going to continue to see kind of at least immediate surge in technology buying because of the COVID-19, whether it's Wi-Fi routers, whether it's PCs, smartphones, whatever, it's going to be, technology is going to be critical to all the consumers out there, whether they're using it for entertainment, whether they're using it for school or whether they're using it for business.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a spike in demand for these products. Webcams and microphones and headsets are all in high demand right now.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a second Christmas season in a very short period of time. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, well, let's get into the announcements, Kevin. The first one came last week where AMD announced their new Ryzen 4000 series APUs. This is very significant because for the first time ever, they've taken the mobile, mobile processor crown away from Intel with an 8-core, 16-thread series of parts.
1: Yeah, and they did it in a 35-watt power envelope with their own integrated graphics so that you get some really interesting thin and light notebooks that have excellent performance for both uh, gaming and also normal productivity applications. It's it's a really nice balance. And you know this is the first time AMD brought an 8-core, 16-thread product into the mobile space, and Took that crown of performance right now from Intel, and uh, but Intel you know isn't going to sit still. So Intel had its own counter to that with uh, Comet Lake H.
0: Yeah, now Intel's uh, got the Comet Lake H out there with eight cores and scaling all the way up to a 5.3 gigahertz frequency range, which is unheard of for laptops
1: with eight cores, no less. So the question is, it does require more power. It's only it's a 45 watt part versus the AMD 35 watt part. And AMD's on a 7 nanometer process and Comet Lake is what? 14 14 or 10?
0: nanometer. It's 14 nanometer.
1: Yeah, so that's so it's not even using Intel's new 10 nanometer process. So AMD may have a, a process advantage against Intel here as well.
0: And this was an iterative process bump for or processor bump for intel it wasn't necessarily a new product so definitely still have challenges ahead of them but it looks like they're going to get a little bit of help also from nvidia which is our third major announcement nvidia just uh, released today new products for mobile including the rtx 2070 super and a 2080 super for mobile gaming
1: yes Coincident with the Intel launch, although NVIDIA supports both AMD processors and Intel processors, it's not not these aren't launches aren't specific to Intel. But coincident with the Comet Lake H rollout, NVIDIA's brought these new mobile parts to market, and you know they also promote the the aggressive price point. Uh, if you go with the GTX sixteen fifty, there's one laptop that's under a thousand dollars. But the entry-level RTX laptops at $1,000 is a pretty good deal. And that's uh, gets you ray tracing in a laptop as well as some decent performance. Now, in, in NVIDIA's also brought some improvements in its technology to allow to get more performance and within a certain power envelope, including its Max-Q technology. It's, uh, they've improved to allow you to share the power between the CPU and the GPU and balance those two off. So NVIDIA is trying to squeeze more performance and more capability out of these these chips and in small form or thin and light laptops that are still very very capable.
0: Yeah, and as you pointed out, Kevin, the the NVIDIA GPUs could be used with AMD or in Intel, even though the initial ones we're seeing right now are with Intel. You know, very much like what we've seen sometimes with the desktop over the past year, people would take the AMD processor and then pair it with the nvidia gpu so it'll be interesting to see what happens but all of the oems are hopping on board these new products and we're seeing just a flood of new products coming out from all the oems across uh, in every region right now
1: it's it's like i said really a very timely announcement for both vendors and uh hopefully these parts get out into the marketplace relatively quickly the uh a number of the interesting things about the NVIDIA part, the RTX parts, is that they have their scaling technology allows you to even get another 20% of a frame rate out of equally accurate image. So there's, there's a capability there too. What I was going to say is that some of the laptops I've seen even include very high refresh rate panels. There's one company that's launched one with a 300 hertz refresh rate panel, which is really unheard of. I mean, yeah, you can barely get monitors in a desktop environment that can handle two forty and now we're getting, we're seeing three hundred mega three hundred hertz refresh rates, which is really pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, and at reasonable price points. You know, it's always great to have competition in the market. There is going to be concern though. You know, we don't we haven't had our hands on these laptops yet, so we don't really know what the battery life's going to be like when you start upping the refresh refresh rates and the frequencies and everything else, not to mention You start driving a processor 5.3 gigahertz or up to 5.3 gigahertz, you're going to have to start having a significant cooling solution for that laptop as well. So, you know, the jury's still out in trying to see what the impact is at in terms of battery life, in terms of overall performance and everything else. But, you know, the good thing is, is all these guys are pushing this into thin and lights, which is going to be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it's not these super clunky old gaming laptops we're used to. These are, you know, reasonably, I wouldn't say lightweight.
0: Sexy. Yeah,
1: it all depends on the display. I mean, some of the the issues, if you want a 17-inch 4K display, yeah, that's going to take up a little bit of space. But you can do pretty nicely with a 15-inch display on many of these laptops.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. It's a great time to see all these things coming out. I I can't wait to get my hands on some of the laptops. matter of fact, I've been kind of waiting on uh, a couple of them for the last uh, week or two because of shipping issues.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's one of the things that travel restrictions have had on uh, being able to do reviews is that we you don't get as much. It's hard to get hands-on on these prices before the launches. So that's one of the, the challenges. Many of these launches taking place, and people are unfortunately just stuck with slideware for evaluation right now.
0: Yeah, and we should probably warn listeners that it may take a while to get these. Um, you know, I, not even talking about laptops, just trying to order stuff off of Amazon that was list, listed as Prime. You know, I'm supposed to get that in one day, theoretically, two days where I live. Some of the products I ordered the other day said that it wouldn't be here till the end of April.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm running through the same problems. Uh, we're looking for a new uh, Bluetooth headset, and that would normally have shipped out within a day, but it's been delayed about a week as they as uh, they prioritize, you know, foodstuffs and essentials. And basically the economy is, uh, the Amazon system is being stressed pretty hard uh, to, to meet the demand right now. Nobody wants to go out, so they're ordering everything in. And uh, now you're spending more time sitting at home. Uh, you're thinking about your home office saying like, Hey, you know, I can use a nicer lamp in this office or, a, you know, this headset isn't as good. I wish I had a nice Bluetooth headset. And you start ordering more stuff to, to round out your home office. And all of a sudden there's all these orders coming into Amazon.
0: Well, and if you're looking at one of these new gaming laptops, you should also consider maybe upgrading to a Wi-Fi 6 router. I mean, you know, you definitely want bandwidth performance, uh, especially if you've got multiple people in the house to be able to handle, you know, to be able to get the most out of that laptop.
1: Yeah. That, well, that's the thing is more and more people are, are in, in home together that they're, than they're used to. Um, you have the contention over the bandwidth in your Wi-Fi router. So having a Wi-Fi six router, which can, can do more multi-user MIMO type of operation. It, it allows more efficient use of the bandwidth you and, and spectrum you have in your, in your home. So that's one of the things to consider is upgrading your router. That'd be a good time to do it.
0: So I guess the thing to note, and we should probably also, since uh, everyone's doing video conferences and, you know, everything else, we should probably have another whole podcast just on some of the etiquette, proper etiquette for, uh, you know, working at home and conferencing or whether it's for school or for work, you know, because that's a whole new challenge within itself.
1: Yeah. we Well, we have one advantage that you and I both work from home normally. It's just that the extra people in our space that's more of a challenge that we're not used to. Yeah,
0: so I guess our key message here is the tech industry is still rolling hard and fast, and we're seeing some great technology come out from these industry leaders and some great new products from all the PCOEMs, not to mention router vendors. So we'll keep up with it, we'll keep watching it, and we'll keep reporting on it. I mean, if you have any questions, definitely ping us.
1: I just want to point out, yeah, this is these are technologies help to improve your efficiency at home and to make your home office more capable. So it's it, it'll it allows you to keep working even in these situations.
0: Yeah, and like it or not, this may be the way of the future. It's going to
1: become more common. I'm not sure it's going to be more pandemics, but as companies see the efficiencies that they've they've well, there's some inefficiencies, of course, but. There are also some efficiencies by not requiring people to go into the office and broken open a number of companies that were against working from home, including companies that are secretive like Apple. So they may find a better way to to work with a more diverse workforce. So this could have some real benefits in people who want to work remotely, people who want to work from home, and uh, it may have a negative impact on new construction, maybe companies will decide they don't need as many office spaces as they, they thought they did.
0: Yeah, not to mention the ability, not to mention education, where you can, education institutions, rather than spending money on brick and mortar, can reach a much higher audience. The, this, is, this is significant. This is a social event that's going to impact society. But the good thing is, is technology is keeping up with it. We've got great technology coming out and great technology available. It's just adapting to it through the applications and the products that we have
1: yep and that's that's uh changing our lifestyle and not all of it's you know it, it's gonna be there's gonna be some real advantages to this uh, new way of the new normal by the way maybe you should grow some ivy on the outside of your house so you can say your kids went to an ivy league school
0: <laughs> that's funny Well, with that, I think it brings us to a wrap of another Tyrius cast. Please remember that Tyrius Research is a market research and advisory firm that provides custom research and advice to the entire high-tech ecosystem from sensors to the cloud. This includes custom market sizing, product and company competitive analysis, M&A evaluations, product and corporate strategic planning, and marketing strategies.
1: If you'd like to know more information about Terius Research or inquire about our services, please contact us directly. I'm Kevin at Terius Research, and then is Jim at Tyrius Research. That's T-I-R-I-A-S Research. You can also visit our website, our brand new website, at www.tyriusresearch.com. And please keep up with us on our social media. Our corporate account is at Terius Research on Twitter. I'm at Creewell for more personalized uh, messages. And then Jim is at tech strategist, T-E-K strategist. And then uh, we also write uh, articles on Forbes, e Times, ECT News. Uh, we post our white papers on our websites. We obviously have this podcast, but we also have a podcast on E-E Times occasionally.
0: Yes. And look for us elsewhere. We uh, are always staying active throughout the industry. Thank you for joining us, and if you have any feedback on this Tyrius cast or recommendations for future Tyrius guests, please contact us directly. Once again, that's Kevin at TyriusResearch.com or Jim at TyriusResearch.com. Thank you, and have a safe and happy day.